Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachat Shabbat Avtzadi Chet Amoralif at the top of the Amud. Amar of Shmuel by Yudah Marav Abba Amar of Huna Amar Rav Ham Avir Abba Amot Rishut Abim Mikora. If you carry in Arba Amot worth of Rishut Abim, but it's under a roof, patur. Why? Everything starts with the formation of the camp in the desert, and the camp was not roofed. Any? Is that true? The agalot themselves, where they carried the krashim, were covered. Rav said, Underneath the agalot, between the agalot, and on the sides, Rishut Rabim. So you see that a covered area is called Rishut Rabim. So the answer is Kikamarav Bidrata. Rav was talking about the spaces in between where the Krashim would sit, meaning the wagons were open, the Krashim would be piled. If you carried under the area where there was no Krashim over you, then it's Rashutar Abim. So Mahti Urkada Agala Kamahave. How long was the Agala? Khameshamin, five amount long. Pucha the Karish Kamahave, because the Krashim went widthwise. How wide were they? Amtu Palga, one and a half amot. Kamamotiv, how many piles would you put in? We assume three, tlata, which means four and a half is taken up. Pashale palgadamta, so three tfachim total, half an ama of extra space. Kishadi le marbeni ubeni, and of course it'd be distributed there. Kilavudami, that we means that there's about a tefach between each pile. It's all lavud, which means it's all considered covered. So who says that the Krashim went on their wide side? They went on their narrow side. Their narrow side is sof sof How much is that? Amta, it's one ama. It's an ama by half by an ama and a half. motif. So then how many rows would you make? How many piles? You'd make four piles. I bought. Pashalamta is one amma left. And again, if you take an amma and distribute it evenly, then you've got two tvachim or less between each pile. Again, kalavudami. We'll see this machloket in a minute. So machloket, whether the krashim on the bottom were an amma and then on top tapered to a point. So if you say tapered to a point, then Shapir, you're okay, because you could say at the spot where they tapered to a point, there really was lots of open space, not Lavud, and that's the Rishut Rabim I was talking about. But according to the opinion, it says, it's an Amah straight up, Michael Amemar, then Rav is stuck because there's no part of this that isn't covered. What we're talking about is where the rings are, on the sides of the Krashim, so they really had to leave more room in between them. Where were they? On top of the Agala. Agala Gufa Korahavi, but the Agala itself was covered. So that they would use pegs to, uh, they were talking about the pegs that they would use, uh, that would go into the, uh, into the Adanim. Those parts really were separated, and there's enough room there, so you do have a little bit of area at one end of the Agala that isn't covered. Alright, there's the opinion that says they taper. They should be fit on top, like a point on top. In the crossing of the Arden, it says they were completely co- uh, um, um, cut across. The water is completely cut off. And the idea is, therefore, it comes to a complete tip at the top. The very Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Nechem disagrees. It says, all the way up. 
Shema Yachtav, because it's Tamim Yachtav, they have to match. And they can't touch each other if they're not even, meaning if they taper to the top, there's going to be lots of holes on top. Vaktiv Tamim, what's Rabbi Chaim going to do with Tamim? That just means you got to bring full boards. Don't bring pieces that you nail together. What's Rabbi Yehuda going to do with Yachtav? That they shouldn't be uneven with each other. They should be in a row, but not necessarily touching. We have support from Nehemia. That the way it was set up in the corners would be even because it would meet and then it would turn. Uh, the width of one would meet against the side, the side of the other. You have one coming and one coming out, they don't meet. The answer is they would taper them on three sides, like a mountain as it were, so that it would not jut out. Okay, now we're going to go through several of the things about the Krashim. So the the bar that would go in the middle of the Krashim would go all the way around. So Tana B'nai Sayome, there was a miracle that was able to go all the way around. Okay, the Mishkan, how was the Mishkan made? With ten curtains. Each one was 28 amot long, and then times ten going across. Now, Shadi or Kaihu Lefutia de Mishkan. The length of these curtains went across the width of the Mishkan. The width of the Mishkan is 10. Kamavia Esimitami. They were 28 long. Dal Esaligra. There was 10 across the roof. Pashtu Teshal Aigis. Teshal Aigis. You have 9 on each side. So the Rebbe Yehuda, Migal Danim. According to Rebbe Yehuda, the 9 Amot would now go down and cover all the Krashim because of the tapering. And therefore, all that was left to be seen was the one amah of the plugs underneath. It was one amah higher because the krashim on top went all the way across. And therefore, one amah of the krashim was seen. And the width of them went the length of the mishkan. So So there are 40 amot. Dal Thlatin, sorry, 30, Dal there's 10 of these Yeriot, and 4 wide, so there's 40 Amot. Now, 30 of them is the length of the, uh, roof. 10 for the Kodesh Kodoshim, and 20 for the Kodesh. Pashtu Esa, there's 10 left. Rabbi Mirsiya Amadanim, according to Yehuda, everything was covered on the back. Rabbi Nechem Megal Yamadanim, the bottom Amav, the plugs, was uncovered. Now, Vasita Yeriot is in the Olav Mishkan. On top of that, there were the goat hairs, covers. That one was 30, not 28. That went across, and it was 30. 10 of them was the across. So now there's 10 on each side. It went all the way to the floor, and nothing was seen. It went one off the floor, and you saw the plug. Rabbi says it would cover everything. The bottom of of the boards. Now, let's, we're still on the second, on the top level, the Rotizim. Now the width goes against the length of the Mishkan. There are 11 of them times 4, that's 44. 
remember they cut put together by the rings, held together by the rings. Talatlatin Igra, thirty of them are the length of the roof. So there's fourteen left. Pashto Arbasari. Daltarte the Kafla, two of them are folded up. So on the east side, two the two Amor are rolled up. Pashto Tarte said it's twelve left. Beast of Amor according to Yudah, I understand. How, half of the Uriah is going to fold down. What does it mean? It means it'll be lower than the other ones, but it's not going to go all the way down. Extra. The Mishkan was like a woman walking in the Shuk with her dresses falling behind her, just like that Uriah was falling behind the Mishkan. Okay, Tarabaran. Charutzim Hayu Krashim. The Krashim were scored. And the Adanim, the plugs, had holes in them. It's a separate thing. Is the rings where the curtains came together look like stars in the heavens? Beautiful. The lower curtains, the ones that you saw from the inside, were trelet and argaman, the blue dyed wool, the purple dyed wool, the scarlet, and sheish the, the linen. In the top one were just simple goat hair. Nonetheless, the wisdom of the women and the talent of the women who wove the upper ones considered greater. Every woman who had wisdom in her heart spun. But about the upper ones, what does it say? They spun the goat hair. And what's the bright Meaning that they spun it on the goat itself. Okay, back to the Mishnah. We talked about Shtek Zuz Traot. We said if there's two balconies. We just saw this. That Rav, quoting Rabbi Chia, says that the wagons that were used below them, between them, on their sides, was all Rishut Rabim. So Amr Abayim, Agalala, Agala, Kimla, Orech Agala. Between each Agala, going lengthwise, there was the length of, an, of another Agala. Kama Orech Agala, Chameshavot, that's five Amot. So Lama Liguroi need that four, but Arba Palgasagia, four and a half is enough, because that's the size of the, uh, of the, uh, more, three of, of the three of the, uh, of the Krashim. The answer is, I don't want the Krashim to bump against each other. So Amarava, Tzide, Agal, in other why were the Agalot themselves five? They could have been four and a half. The answer is you want a little extra room. Amarava, Tzide, Agala, because the Agalot were only used for this. The sides were the width of an agala. What's that? It was five by two and a half. So again, lama need that for I only need one and a half because that's the width of the uh, of the krashim. The answer is so they shouldn't move. So you want to balance them out and have them be in the middle. This is the question. We have an, a, a, an accepted rule that Rashut Rabim is 16 amot wide. We learn from the Mishka, the Mishka Chamesrahave. Here it was 3 agalot times 5. So that's 15. The answer is there was one extra amad. There was a levy standing there. If Krashim would start to fall or get unbalanced, he would straighten them out. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with the Mishnah and Daftzadi Tet Amud Aleph in the next podcast. We should have a wonderful day.